Hey everyone, welcome to the first actual episode, I'd probably say, of the podcast. Um, this is the MN Carpool. Um, and I'm starting to learn a story to know about Nate, about how he spent a week in college being a hobo. Yep, that was the hobo week adventure. So, this story is going to start right after Thanksgiving break of last year. I was like driving back to campus. When my roommate, my roommate calls me and says that he just tested positive for the flu. So when Wait, he said, is this like past like COVID when COVID was like super scary thing? Or no, this was dark? just this last year. So it was, a, oh, okay. it was 2022. So like we're coming out of the pandemic. But like he tells me I tested positive. I'm like, oh, great. Then he says for the flu. And I'm like, oh, well, that's not good. But that's not COVID. <laughs> So, like, if you, the, the, the story is, if you, if you test positive for COVID, like, your doctor on the spot has this whole sheet of information they have to read to you. Like, like, the, this is where you have to wear a mask, and this is what you should, symptoms you should be aware of, and if these symptoms get worse, then you should tell me. And, like, that whole information, they're like, this is how long you have to quarantine for, and this is when you're allowed to go out and be in public again, and all that stuff. So... My roommate tests positive for the, plu- for the flu, and the doctor says, you've tested positive for the flu, and hangs up. So we don't know what to do. Because, like, our campus has a plan if you test positive for COVID. They have quarantine rooms to send you to. But they're like, oh, the flu? That's literally nothing. There's no problem. I think I actually don't know much about flu. Do you, is flu like you can get sick just by, like, being in the same area kind of thing? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's respiratory. I thought it was kind of like, if you get, don't, like, everyone get, like, the flu vaccine a lot? Yeah, that it comes out yearly, but it's not perfect. I okay. So, what? Uh, you made just, a face. No person. Anti-vaxxers or not anti-vaxxers? Uh, there is a presence of anti-vaxxers at Northwestern. Okay. Yeah. Is there like a club thing? No, there's not a club. That'd be that'd be silly. <laughs> like anti-vaxxer club. We take away all your vaccines. No. <laughs> No, that... It's not that I know of. I don't know. No, there's not one. Secret society. <laughs> Anyways. So he tests positive for the flu, and the doctor just says, You have the flu. Feliz Navidad! Have a good day! And hangs up. So then I'm driving back to campus. I'm on the way there. And my roommate tells me, like, Hey, I just tested positive for the flu. And I'm like, Ugh. Great. Okay. And then, and then this idea comes to my mind. It's actually been on my mind for a while. Like, the hobo week. Like, I can just couch surf for a week. Have you heard of, like, a hobo week? Is this, like, a thing on campus? No. So you're no. just like, hey, no, 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 no. I want a hobo. Kind of. Okay, do you remember Do you remember in our high school youth group, Grounded? We're going way back now. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going back there. And we, talk, and we talked about, like, we want to, like... I was her name Katie or something. Katie was like, you know what I want to do sometime? I just want to like hop in my car and drive till I'm out of gas and just camp. And it's like not where, not know where I'm going to get my next meal or spend each night. And like, that'd be an adventure. And ever since she said that, that's been on my mind. I'm like, that sounds like a kind of cool adventure to do. Just like living out of my car. Adam at some point was like, yeah, that's just what he's going to do. Adam said that? Yeah. At one point. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is my chance, because I don't really want to stay in the room with my sick roommate, because I don't want to get the flu. 
Because I don't get sick often, but if I do get sick, it sticks around forever. <laughs> so I was like, so I was on the phone with my roommate. I'm like, hey, that dude, it's no sweat. I'll just, I know plenty of friends around campus and I'll just ask like who I can stay with each night and it'll be fine. And I'll get some groceries and I'll keep them in my car. I was like, this is going to be a fun adventure. And it was a fun adventure for the, for the first few days. And then I got exhausted, but one day at a time. How, how long did this go for? I think it was just a week. I think it went from Sunday to Friday. Oh, okay. Because I got back on Sunday, and my roommate... Was he puking his guts out? He just said he felt icky. No, he he slept a lot, because he's really tired from whatever medicine. Did Being he get medicine? Icky? No, I think he just had to, like, grow over it. Yeah. Okay. But Sunday... <laughs> I arrive at campus, and I drop off groceries in the room so my roommate doesn't starve. And then I grab, like, a couple of cans of soup and Pop-Tarts, and I'm like, I will keep these in my car, and that will be what I survive off of for the week. Soup and Pop-Tarts, those balance of meals. It was... The college life. It was It was the college life. So I, I had, in the trunk of my car, I had cans of soup, Pop-Tarts, I think I had bagels that I just ate raw. <laughs> no peanut butter, no cream cheese on them. And then I had changes of clothes in the back of my car. This is... Oh, this is going to be an adventure. <laughs> so, first, um, like, are the, is, like, the bathrooms, like, in your guys' dorms, are they public, like, showers and bathrooms? Oh, or, or you just reminded me of another story that's coming up. <laughs> okay. I don't remember what day that is, but I'll get to it. Okay. So, Sunday. I get there. I've got my car filled with stuff. And then I'm texting some of my cross-country teammates. I'm like, hey, uh, my roommate's really sick. Can I stay with you guys for the night? So the cross, I texted a whole bunch of people. A lot of them were like, no, nah, we can't really do that tonight. And one of them was like, uh, come back to me if you need a last resort option. And then my cross-country teammates were like, yeah, we got you. So as long as he joined track, though. No, they actually, they didn't do track that year. Oh, okay. So there was no peer pressure. Anyways, so I'm staying in their night, that room, and I'm on their couch. And I'm like, this is awesome. I brought my sleeping bag and I put it out on the couch and I slept in that. And then, like... Was it a house or was it, like, a dorm? No, it's in the dorm. Okay. So, then, like, as we're getting ready for sleep, their other roommate, the third roommate, because it's two cross-country teammates and their third roommate, he's like, guys, I'm not feeling very good. And I was like, what? This is uncanny. What's happening? The, the virus. So I'm like, uh-oh. And then he just, like, goes over to his bed and crashes. I'm like... We're just gonna let sleeping dogs lie, and he's gonna he's gonna sleep over there. And I'm gonna sleep over here, and that's how it's gonna work. So I slept through the night just fine, and I wake up and I find out that their third roommate like puked his guts out multiple times in the night. And in the morning, he's like, "Guys, I think I have the stomach flu." And I was like, oh, "Am I the problem? Is <laughs> patient zero? Am I the common denominator?" So then I told my two cross country teammates, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna." find somewhere else to stay tonight so then my morning routine for hobo week was i would get up i would go out to my car and and it was a super snowy week right after thanksgiving also okay so we had to like trudge through the snow out to my car get to my car crawl in the back change clothes in my car because i didn't because i didn't want to like go back inside to change clothes and then come back so you just like didn't bring a change of clothes into the room where like you isn't the okay? Is there bathrooms in the room, or is the bathroom communal? Yes, at Northwestern there are bathrooms in the dorms. Okay, 
Like in the specific dorm rooms? Yes. Okay. Like each each room is connected in to this particular building has three three people and a bathroom. Okay. So I could have used a bathroom, but I was like, oh, I don't want to be much of a burden. He just pooped into a bag and put it in his I car. did not, in fact, poop into a bag. But we do have public showers at Northwestern, like down by, down by the fitness area. There's like, there's like a shower room and a bathroom. So I was like, oh, well, I can just use, like, I've never seen somebody use that. So I'm pretty sure I won't get interrupted. So I can just use that public shower. So I did. And it was, and it was fine that day. Foreshadowing. <laughs> and then. Wait, so is it public, like, kind of a, outdoor, like a shower house kind of thing? Or is it like... No, it's part of the building. Oh, okay. It's next to the fitness area in the student center. Okay. Okay. So I showered there. And then like, I'd have a can of soup. In my in my day bag, that would be my lunch, and then for dinner I would wait a cold thing of soup. Yeah, yeah a can of cold can soup. of can of chunky soup, but cold. Okay, but then like there are <laughs> microwaves exist, Max Quinn. So no, no, I was wondering, did you microwave it? Yes, or not? I did microwave the soup. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just like assumed that you just like had a tin can of soup with like no. a plastic spoon, just like scraping no. like the gelatin <laughs> soup out. <laughs> Is not in fact what happened. Okay. So each day I would have my can of soup and I would have that for lunch in between classes. And then I go to my car to get dinner, which would usually be a bagel or a pop tart, something sad like that. Pause. Is chicken noodle soup? Is that uh, like? It, I know people who hate it. I know people who like it. What are you in the standard of, standard of it? So I like food. <laughs> it doesn't need to be great food. And, and like one of my, one of my outlooks is, well, the hungrier you are, the better it tastes. So if you think you're not going to like your food, wait a little bit to eat it until you're hungry. I promise it'll taste better. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you, you ate your Pop-Tart, your little gelatin soup. <laughs> yes. And then I was texting people again throughout the day about where I could stay that night. And I think this night was with... Um, another, an RA of a different hall, a resident assistant of a different hall. So I stayed with him that night. So then I... Was this like an attractive or just a friend? It was just a friend. Yeah. So then that night I'm a janitor at Northwestern. So like I'd clean from nine to 11. Then I'm like 11 o'clock at night. Time to go to a stranger's room and set up my bed. I was like, Ooh, this is going to be a wild week. (laughs) So then I go to his room and I lay out my sleeping bag on the bed and he's like, he's like, hey, I gotta, I gotta work on a paper tonight. So if I'm, if I'm loud, I apologize. But I really gotta get this typed up for tomorrow. Like, oh, dude, it's no problem. He's like, he was typing until like three in the morning. Is, ty- is typing that loud? No, but like he had, he had the lights on on his desk. Okay, I don't know, I don't, I don't know why. But he goes like, I'm, if I'm loud, I'm sorry. I was like, is she like doing like screamo music while typing? <laughs> She's like slamming the keyboard. <laughs> Just so, so then he was typing till like three in the morning and I was like, well, I mean, it's whatever. He did give me a room to sleep in. So that was fine. Have you thought about sleeping in the car? Huh? Do you ever think about sleeping in the car? Sleeping in the car? I did. That did cross my mind, but I did not want to do that because okay. it was very cold that week. Last case scenario? That would, but I already had somebody who said he would be my last resort and oh. I just never had to turn to him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Someone was like, yeah, I'm okay with hosting you, but my roommate 
my roommate, like, who I, I don't know his roommate that well, he was like, you, sh- you should only, like, stay here if it's a last resort option. I was like, okay, that's fair. At least I have a last resort option now. <laughs> so this is... 3 a.m. typing. 3 a.m. typing. And then, like, I slept fine. It was whatever. And then the next morning, I do my routine. I go out to my car and grab a change of clothes and my towel, and then I go use the public shower. This is the fun story time. So I'm oh. using the public shower that's next to the weight room. And I'm I, still in my mind, I'm like, literally nobody uses these. So I'm going to be fine. So I like have my bag there, and I have my change of clothes, and I have a towel. Which is, the towel, over the course of the week, gets grosser and grosser, because I just keep it in my car. <laughs> like, I, I, can't, I can't, like, air it out on something, so it's just like, in my car! <laughs> Your car place was amazing during this time. You're in that car right now. I know. We are in that car. <laughs> The trunk of this car we were in had my food, had my clothes, had everything. Your soul. Yeah. Gosh. Oh, the more we think about this week, the more I'm remembering so many wild things that happened. Shower time. Shower. So, like, I'm showering. Right? Not much much description needed past that. The soap was dropped. Stop. (laughs) The soap was not dropped. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done. So I get out to change my clothes. And I'm, like, putting on my undergarments. And then the door opens. And I'm, like, what? People use this? And so I was, like, standing by the door while I was was putting my clothes on. I was standing by the door. And so, like, the door hit me when it opened. And I'm, like, oh, that's so awkward. So then, like, the guy walks in, sees me, and just, like, walks out the other door. Like, not a word was exchanged. Not a single... Wait, so it was, like, two entrance doors to this? And he, like, mm-hmm. walked in one and immediately exited the other? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he walked in. Wait, like, professor? Saw, or saw like, all of me. Was, like, a coach guy? Or was, like... No, it was a student. Right. It was a student. So he just walked into the bath. Like, this poor did guy... Did you lock eye contact? But we did not make eye contact. But this poor guy, just some random Tuesday in... in I think that was early December. Walks into the bathroom. Sees every bit of me. And walks out. Like, that poor guy, he did not expect that that morning. He was like, I'm going to wake up and go to classes today and work out in the morning. It's going to be a great day. And then, boom! Naked me. I don't know what's called. I don't know much about that because I don't really go to the gyms much. But I've heard in, like, gyms that have showers, it's like you you see old man peen. (laughs) Well, we are at college, so there's no old man peen. I know, I know. I just, like, I just, that's just how you think of the stories I've heard of just, like, just, like, you, like, any, like gym you go to as a shower room, there's always naked old men in like the shower area oh that's another story actually what <laughs> no we gotta finish hobo week and we're on tuesday <laughs> so that poor guy woke up the morning he's like i'm gonna work out start the day off right boom sees every inch of me all right and then he walks out that was just a term he's seen every inch of me <laughs> So then I get my clothes on and I go eat my sad breakfast. And then I go to my classes and whatever, have my soup at lunch. I think Tuesday was the day of total scheduling chaos. Because that's when I was totally fed up with my computer. Like, stop. My computer was, like, stopping working. It's bricking bricking itself? Yeah. Like, sometimes the display would just cut out. And I was like, bruh. What the heck? I was in the middle of working on a spreadsheet or something. And I'm an accounting major, so sometimes you have a lot of tabs open. And then, like, the only way for me to f- fix my computer, with air quotes, 
the audience can't see the air quotes, is I could restart the computer and then have to reopen all the tabs again. Mm-hmm. It would take forever. So I was like, you know what? Fine. I'm going to Best Buy. I'm going to Geek Squad. I'm going to try to get this fixed. So I, like, load up. Well, I crawl into my car, which is, like, full of my stuff. The moldy towels. It's not moldy. It's just moist. Okay. It's not what you want your towel to be. And I go to Geek Squad. I'm trying to get it fixed. And then... Oh, is that at this point? Yeah. And then, like, I'm... No, no, I didn't buy the new computer yet. But I went to Geek Squad, and I had, I had this guy try to fix it. And he, like, took his took my computer and back, disassembled it, and said he, like, re... Put everything back together? Yeah. It was, like, I think he said he had to reseed the display cable. I'm sure that someone who's techie knows what that means. But I was like, okay, I hope it works. It, it worked for, like, a week, and then it didn't. But it got me through Hobo Week. Mm-hmm. And then I went to work... And throughout the day, I was texting people, so then I stayed at my roommate's best friend's dorm that night. Okay. So it was Tuesday night. And then we're up to, like, 1.30, and we're just chatting the night away, and then I go to sleep, and he's like, oh, by the way, in the morning, you can use our shower. And I was like, do you mean it? And then I, and then I told him the story from that morning about the poor random stranger who That walked- was me! No! <laughs> So I told him that story, and he's like, oh, yeah, you don't have to do that anymore. You can use our shower. And I was like, oh, Lord bless you and keep you. <laughs> so then I slept that night on his couch. And then I think Wednesday was a pretty chill day. Wait, no, it wasn't. Because on Wednesday, I had, a, I had an interview with an accounting firm. And I didn't have any of, like, my dressy clothes. So I was texting my girlfriend during the day, and I was like, I... I'm, I need to borrow your clothes for an interview. Dude, okay, 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 okay. Hold up, hold up. Yep. You're not, it's like that much of a thing we won't even go back to your room and just grab clothes? Dude, I don't want the flu. You're not, okay. Dude, I don't want the flu. That's like, not, that's not. I've already hoboed for three days. Do you think now I'm going to go and get sick? You, you, you're going there, why well, can't you just like wait for like one second and go like, hey, go in the bathroom for a hot second. I don't want the flu. Okay. That's I, all there is. I here. don't think that's. A, I don't think you get the flu by grabbing your clothes that are probably like in a closet away from him. This is true, but anyway, in my mind, women clothes. In my mind, that week my room was just like a quarantine zone, full down? and slick with illness. Okay. So I text my girlfriend. I'm like, "Hey, I need some clothes for that interview that I have today." So she got me a flannel. I wasn't like wearing. Women's clothes for the interview. That I, you, 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 I know, I understand. I was like, maybe she has like a button up or something. Yeah, it was just work. a button up flannel. So then I had the interview after classes and my soup lunch. Well, okay, was the flannel like small on you? It was small on me. <laughs> it, I felt a little strangled in it. Okay. But that's okay because the interview went great. And it was just like an inf- It wasn't like me looking for a job with that interview. That was like an informational interview, which for people out there who are looking for internships, I cannot stress this enough. Informational interviews are the goat. And here's why. Because if you go into an interview and you're thinking, I really need to have a job by the end of this interview, the sweat and the pressure is on you because you need to perform well and you need to tell them what's so special about you, which there are special things about you and you need to share that. You need to learn how to share that in an interview. But it takes the edge off if you tell them that you're doing an informational interview because then the pressure is on them to make you want to have a second interview with them. 
Because I'd tell like the accounting firms I was interviewing with, I was like, hey, uh, I just want you to know this is going to be an informational interview and I'm just like testing the waters and like checking around my different options before I do round two interviews. And then the accounting firm's like, oh, that means we have to bring our A game and we have to like tell him why he should work here. And then you could get to know the company and get comfortable with whichever HR representative you're talking with mm-hmm. before you do the round two interviews. It's it's the goaded strat. I recommend that to anybody who's listening to this. If somebody from one of the firms that I interviewed is listening to this, you have been manipulated. <laughs> Male <Oops>. manipulator. <laughs> so the interview goes fine. And then I think Wednesday... Wednesday was just a normal day after that. I think my girlfriend and I hung out. And then my roommate was like, hey, can you get me some food from the... Well, Northwestern's essentially McDonald's equivalent. is called The Nest. So I got him a burger from The Nest. And he was like, you can get something for yourself, too. And I was like, really? You had gelatin soup? Really? So I think I had a hot dog something i love hot dogs people who make gross faces about hot dogs i don't understand i think they're okay it's like certain ones are okay certain ones are bad i like if you eat too many hot dogs i will get sick but i won't feel bad because i love hot dogs so much you love it so much you'll bathe in the hot dog water no comment but i would drink (laughs) hot dog water not not i would like down it like a i wouldn't down it like fill my water bottle with it but i'd sip it and be like "Mm." Like a wine, wine taste tester of hot dog water? Yes. <laughs> this smells like a specific brand of hot dog water. Oh, I know what this brand is. Fiji water mixed with hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I only cook my hot... I only boil my hot dogs in Fiji water because I'm a sick... I'm a sick man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's got burger. Burber for your roommate. Yeah, so then Wednesday... Night. Wednesday night. Then Thursday night. Yep. And then Wednesday night, I was staying with our wall mates. Um, oh, like basically. They share our wall, so they're on the opposite yeah, side of the yeah, wall. Neighbor. Yep. So then I could like pound on the wall to say hi to my roommate. <laughs> and they had okay, okay. The night before, when I was staying with my roommate's best friend, their couch was okay. I'm thankful that I got to sleep on their couch, but their couch was small, and I'm not a small guy. The couch that I stayed on with our wall mates? Oh. Heaven. Oh, good. Okay. It was so nice. And then they told me, dude, you can use our shower in the morning. And I was like, oh, let's go. No more flashing complete strangers. Yay. Public decency has been achieved. Yes. So I got up in the morning. And I went out to my car, but as soon as I'd walked out of their door and it closed behind me, I was like, they lock their doors. And they were both sleeping because I had to get up for a morning class. So I was like, oh, frick, I just did that to them, didn't I? So then I was like, well. Are you a night shower or morning? I'm a morning shower. Okay. Unless I run at night, then you have to shower. So then I was like, well. This feels like the walk of shame, and I had to knock on the door until they woke up. <laughs> they do his walk and of not, shame. Not the walk of shame, the knock of shame. I was like, guys, oh. I, I locked myself out. And they yeah. let me in, and they're like, oh, yeah, sorry, dude. Let me just, let me just un- unlock the door for you. Then I did my morning routine, whatever. Now we're, now we're past the crazy part of Hobo Week. Okay. Now you got it on rafts now? Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Because then I stayed with them the next night, too. And, like, each night... Each night I'd go to work. And my coworkers would be like, where are you staying tonight? And they'd want to hear, like, all the... All of the adventure from the day of, like, what to do when I don't have a place to stay. And, like, my, my co-workers, us janitors in the NAS building, it's an, it's an awesome crew of people. Like, I love getting to work each night. I work for, like, two hours. It was just 9 to 11 every night, so it was not much. I know, it was weird. And I, I just, like, talked the night away while we were cleaning toilets and scrubbing floors. Anyways, like, every night they'd be like, well, where are you staying tonight? And they'd ask for the daily adventure updates. And I'd tell them, oh, there was also a point that week where, like, I met somebody on campus who played magic. And he was like, dude, you want to play this week? And I was like, ah, why not just throw something else on the pile of weird things that's happening this week? So, like, met up with him in the, in the public area of the student center, which we call the stud. I just, like, played there, and I told him about how I was homeless that week. And then, like... I he did, I didn't really see him much anymore. I think I intimidated him by telling him that I was a hobo going to his campus. Alright, so out yeah. of ten, how would you rate the experience? How would I rate Hobo Week? Like the first two days, it was fun and it was advent it was an adventure and it was new stuff. That was that was fun. But it did get old. After that, I was like, oh, I just want to know where I'm sleeping tonight. <laughs> so then, like, on Friday, my roommate told me, yo, I've been feeling fine for, like, a full day now, and I'm going to come out of the room. And I was like, oh, yes, awesome, I have a room to go to again. Yeah. So, like, we aired out the room, and it got really cold in there, of course, because it was snowy outside. But yeah. then I felt fine being in the room, and then I didn't get sick. But, like, the Hobo, exper- hobo Week experience, the first two days was fine. As a whole. As a whole. Oh, as a whole. How would you rate it? Out of five stars, I'm going to give it two. Okay. The first few days, I give it four. So it was an adventure. But have you heard of decision paralysis? Not decision paralysis. Decision fatigue? I can guess what it means by what you're saying. Like I, just have, I just have too many important decisions to make, and I need to and I need to decide where I'm staying tonight, and I need to decide which... But I'm... There was just too... It was too much happening. I needed to text so many people during the day. Like, can I stay with you? Can I stay with you? Can I stay with you? Couch surfing is fun for two days. And then I was like, eh, I'm exhausted. I'm really tired. Yeah. So, that that's the Hobo Week experience. Now, there's a... I have a question about what happened in the middle of the story. Okay. Old man peen. You, there was something you said you were like... You had like something happened? Not during Hobo Week. But... It, yeah, it wasn't Hobo Week. So this was during the, so, so we finished the hobo week story and we're leaving that behind. So earlier in the year during the cross country season, like the cross country locker room, our cross country team is pretty small. Right. Um, it was like five or like six people. So we have the, like the cross country locker room. It gets used by other sports teams. Because, like, the cross-country team, like, isn't big enough to warrant having its own locker room that nobody else gets to use at all. And it's got showers there. And I was like, oh, well, I like to shower after practice. And another one of my teammates was like, oh, showering after practice is cool. So, like, we'd shower in there and, like, both, like, not look at each other. Okay. But we'd, like, but we'd, like chat up the room while we were in the shower. Just, like, back-to-back being like, so how was your run? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think 
it was after we got back from one of our one of our cross country meets. It was probably at Crown College because like we had three we had like six races a year and half of them were at Crown College. So it was probably after we got got back from Crown and we saw that like the basketball team was just like using our locker room and they just like stored a ton of stuff in there. We were like, bro, I can't move around in here because there's like Basketball. Bins full of things. Yeah. So like we Does get your back. Team have a good basketball team. Does your school have a good basketball team? Uh, I'm not that invested in sports. Sports. So I think so. Okay. I think okay. we're. I, I think our. Yeah, I think girls and boys basketball is pretty good. All right. I know that like two years ago or one year ago, we did have one of our players get featured on ESPN for something. Interesting. Yeah. But we get back from the meet, and I'm like, oh, yay, team shower time! It's weird, I know. But we're no, showering. it's actually like a much more common thing than you realize. Yeah. Well, I know it's common, but I know that, like, telling people who are outside of, like, a, a team sport environment, sometimes they're like, dude, what is wrong with you? You want to see your teammates naked? Well, it's, not, it's not like we get in the shower and just stare at each other's penis. Why not? That's messed up. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, like, we're, we're showering in there, and then... We hear the door to the locker room open and close, and we're like, "We just walked in. What the heck?" And then we see like the, I think it was it was one of the two basketball coaches, is or is one of the basketball coaches for one of the Northwestern teams, like walks in, comes to one of the bins that's like in sight, like easily in sight of the shower, and like grabs it, looks at us, and goes, "Sorry guys," and then walks out, and like me and the other teammate who like shower after meets in the locker room we look at each other we're like dude we just got seen that was so weird so it's, it's I'm, I'm sorry to let you down it's not an old man Aww. peeing story but it's like a random old man walking into our locker room and gazing upon us he's gonna like fine he's like oh sorry kind of left kinda yeah yeah he didn't like stare and make it awkward like try to make small talk when we're clearly uncomfortable <laughs> so how's the water boys <laughs> stop just go. So he he's grabbed it and left, but that was the funny story. Me me and that teammate will talk about that sometimes. We're like, do you remember when the basketball coach like walked in while we were showering? Yeah. That's like as, as far as the conversation goes, but yeah. My college experiences, I haven't been anything near that. Well, do you use public showers? No, I avidly avoid them. Because <laughs> if you've learned anything from this episode of the podcast... It's public. If you're using a public shower, you open yourself up to strangers seeing you. That's why I purposely don't do that. Yep. I've just like even like because uh, even in our our high school gym, our like our high school locker room. I remember that our high school locker room was a bit. Uh, I don't know if I would say crazy, like, especially during like the fall. It was. There's so it was lot, like loud. There's a lot of people. Well, people were jumping up. I've heard stories. Yeah. And like, I know that sometimes after cross-country practice, there'd be a group of people that would use, like, the, the group showers. And I was like, those guys are weird. I don't understand that. And then yeah. I grew up and was like, oh, they don't just stand in there and stare at each other. They, like, shower and get out. Yeah? Yeah. No, but I remember one story I've heard. I don't remember who it was or who did what. But there's one guy uh, who some people didn't like. And, like, he, they were playing a sport. They used a mouth guard. I don't know what exact one in our high school it was. Probably, like, football. Probably football. We, yeah. we had a really big football team at Rogers. Not the best, but we had a big one. Hey, 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 hey. First off, my dad is the head coach of that team. Okay, okay. And we have, in in 
the history of Rogers High School, we've only had two losing seasons. True. We just had a really bad one our senior year. Yeah. Was that senior or junior? No, not senior because I don't think they got to play senior year. No, wait, they did get to play yeah, senior because yeah. COVID was spring semester. Senior or junior year, we had a bad season. But, like, besides that, we have a pretty good football team. But, anyways, there's this guy. I don't. I, uh, I think, yeah, he played on, like, the soccer team his senior year. But I heard a story about uh, how when he was playing football, someone came into his, uh, onto his mouth guard and no one told him. That's so nasty. Yeah, that's actually like, Bleh. what kind of beef did you have with a man that you would do that? He, that you would was, stoop so He was a drug low. guy. He was like a guy who probably, like, like, he, not like he did drugs and also seemed to have some aggression in him. The guy who did the deed or the victim? I don't know who did the deed. I, I know the victim. <laughs> The victim seems to be a guy who is kind of like, probably definitely a partier, uh, probably did some stuff, um, and also was uh, a kind of like an aggressive soccer player. Mm. But like when you play, he gets like more physical, which mm. isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just like it, you can notice when people are more physical and less physical. Yeah. Yeah. That was... How, like, okay, so you did one year of cross country. Yes. When we peer pressured you excessively to do it. I also just wasn't having fun with soccer at the time. True. What's like, what's like differences that you noticed between cross country, like the cross country team's culture and the soccer team's culture? Um, cross country, it felt like a lot more cliquish. Okay. Like there was, because like, what would be like, uh, for when I was there at least, it'd be like, uh, practice days, if there wasn't like anything specific, it was like, okay. Go on like this long of run with uh wh- with whoever you want. Just go on for this long run, and people they like, kind of split up into like their friends and run for that long. Yeah. For soccer, it's kind of like whoever your team is with, you like you're you're with all of them. Like most okay. of them. unless they're just like unless they're being like socially exiled in the soccer group. Ouch. Yeah, there's like sometimes where people are, like they just seem weird and people just like no one wants to talk to them, which feels rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, like it's like the entire soccer team is kind of like the like all together. Uh, like, it didn't feel like at all like the cross country team was like at all like, like not as like a team. It only felt like they were all still like somewhere together, but it definitely felt like there was like certain cliques within like the group. Yeah, we did have a huge team. So like, if you were doing, if it was just like go for a long run today, and then we had like eighty people taking up the same road space. I mean, yeah, I definitely don't think like they run all together. No, uh, but we definitely had the because I definitely like the band. There's like we had a lot of the band kids who wanted to do cross country. They were cool, and then we had, like, hardcore cross-country runners who were, like, sweating to get to varsity. Yeah, I like, what I remember is, like, at meets, because I didn't run at meets. I was just, like, trying, because I didn't really like the idea of competing while running. It just never interested me. Yeah. Um, But, like, when I go to, like, hand out everyone's number cards or whatever, people would just be, like, hanging out and, like... It's called a number bib. Number bib, sorry. Um, I'd go, like, hand them out, and it would just be, like... um, like, certain people would just be around certain people while we're waiting for meets to start. It mm-hmm. would be, like, kind of everyone, like, hanging out under the tent all together, just, like, chilling. It would be, like, oh, there's, like, uh, this group of girls together, like, but it's not all the girls, and there's another group of girls, and some guys, some, like, super guys who, like, go try hard at it. Mm-hmm. But everyone was still, like, some friends with each other. It was just, like, the close friends where you could obviously tell who everyone felt closer with. Yeah. When I was walking around handing out that stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, because it, it was a bit of a change for me going from high school cross-country team, where we had, like, up to 80 people on the team, 
ginormous. And then the college cross-country team, we had on the guys team, I think, eight people the first year and six people the second. Way smaller. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Because, like, we get a workout that was like, okay, go, go out for this far and then do this many intervals during your run. And I was like, whoa, this is different because I don't, like, pick who am I running with today. It's like, oh, we're all going because there's not many of us. Yeah. So, you, like, there's a small team, but you get really close to that team. Mm-hmm. And you shower with them. Yeah. And drop the soap. <laughs> no! <laughs> you get stared at by old men. No! Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, I remember, like, my so- the soccer team, before I played on, it, like, varsity level, like, so before my eighth grade, uh, when we were in eighth grade, our, sorry, when we were in seventh grade, the team was really good. Um, it was all, like, seniors who were all, like, good college, like, going to, like, good colleges teams. But what happened was, just, like, since they're all seniors, they all graduated, and mm-hmm. everyone who was playing on it was either people, like, four people who were on bench last year, and then a bunch of youngins who weren't that good. Like, yeah. me being one of them. <laughs> and then, throughout my years of playing on it, the coaching was never the best. Like, I liked I liked some of the coaches, some of the coaches I didn't like. And I don't agree with all the decisions they, like, they tried to make all the time. Uh, which is fine, but there's, like, um, I got, like, benched, like, my last year playing after, even though, like, I started since 8th grade on varsity. And then I was like, yeah... I'm gonna I'm gonna just go have fun with the because I didn't I didn't never really, really connected with any of like the soccer guys I was never like a big um, really into soccer like I watched soccer no mm-hmm. I was, that was never me and that that's like, a lot of the soccer culture is being into it a lot I remember like we'd be hanging like us and the boys would be hanging out playing cards or some other board game one night and you'd be like oh I have to go to soccer practice night and you like text your parents begging. Can I please not go to soccer practice tonight? And we were like, aha, we got Max again. We got yeah. Max for another hour. Yeah, that's how I like. I remember I tried to get us practice a lot, uh, um, like during the summer, like fall, like fall time when I wasn't playing for high school or sorry, spring and uh, summer. Because I just like I never really got like super into soccer. It was just kind of a sport I played. Um, which I like watching st- soccer stuff now. I understand a lot, and like I kind of want to try picking it up again, but also don't. Um, but no, during like the, I was never really got. Cl- I was never someone who like clicked well with like any of my soccer teammates. I never, I've never had a soccer teammate that I've been like best friends with. So it's like, I was like senior year. I'm just gonna have fun and go do the sport that all my like most of my friends because there's you, there was Nate who right now, uh, Adam, one of our high school friends. We didn't introduce ourselves at the beginning of the podcast. This this episode. We did last episode. Yeah, but that was the pilot. If they don't watch this one, they don't know who we are. Alright, I'm Max. Oh, I'm Nate. There you go. This Done. is this is the MN Carpool Podcast I did, I because did. Max is M and I'm Nate and we're from Minnesota. Continue. Okay, I'll continue. <laughs> I just needed to get that out of the way. Okay. Um But no, so there's Nate, there was Adam. Um there's who else was was Mitch in there for a little bit? Mitch never did cross country. No, no, yeah, he didn't do cross country. I think that's when you were like really tight with Adam, though. Yeah, me and Adam were really close. I think that's also when his house burned down. Yeah, it definitely was. Oh yeah, because senior year was when we went to hang out at right. his his like, house... rented hotel room all the time. Yeah, it was it was just an apartment. <gasps> that was just an apartment. Correct. That is an insurance <laughs> company. Like put them up in because yes. the house burned down. Yeah. So Adam's house burned down. Luckily, no one was hurt. 
Um, and so their house is getting rebuilt. Uh, so that's all good. But so I would that summer. I I know I would Mitch would sometimes and Nate would sometimes, but I would like go hang out with Adam like every day after school. And his uh, like apartment he was staying in, like the complex, we'd have just have a pool. Like every day after cross country, we'd go to the pool, and it was like actually like the most fun like senior school experience that like I had. And then like Nate and Mitch started to join like every time, mm-hmm. and then COVID. But we don't we don't care about COVID. COVID COVID bad, but we don't need to talk about it. Also, I feel like that's a conversation that's big enough for its own episode. Yeah, but it no, definitely is. Where we're we talking about cross country. I was we we're talking, we were about, talking soccer, about soccer. How I dropped soccer was just like I wanted to have a sport with friends. Yeah. So as long as we're talking about sports, I think I I can do my go to funny story about sports. When I was, you've oh, heard this a yeah, thousand yeah, times. Yes, yeah, yeah. When I was like real young, like kindergarten, I was like, oh. I can, I'm old enough to like be doing sports now, so I tried. I tried like all the different mainstream sports. I tried. Well, I, when I was really young, I wanted to do soccer, and I thought soccer was super cool. And then our neighbor, our neighbor who like my older brother is best friends with, he told because I was like three years younger than my brother, so I was a little crybaby. Yeah. Whenever they'd hang out, he was like, "If you, I'm telling you, if you cry during a soccer game, like they'll kick you off the team right there." And I was like. Oh, that means I can't do soccer. And like that event right there, never played soccer outside of gym class. This is uh, what's it called what's the Spider-Man meme? Canon. I was thinking the same thing. Canon <laughs> event <laughs> disrupted. Yeah. It goes on to in different parallel universe. There's a parallel universe where I'm a soccer star. Yeah, you're just a soccer god. Or I was just a mediocre soccer player. Yeah. <laughs> so, soccer never happened. I did baseball for a couple of seasons, but like. Legit, once they stopped using the pitching machine, I had no chance. No, for for me, I did baseball. I did baseball just one year. Um, I barely ever swung the bat because I was just a scaredy cat. Whenever someone was pitching the ball, I was like, I don't want to be hit. And never, like, I had, my parents would be like, "If you swing three times, we'll get you Dairy Queen after." No way. Yes, my parents actually were like, "Just swing and you get ice cream." Yes. <laughs> That's how bad but my team went to state in one state. I was just trash. And you were just there. I was. Wait, by... what, what grade was this? This is. Oh, I'm in like elementary school. <sighs> Did you? Okay. That season that your team went to state. No idea when. But continue. No, no, not that you win. Like, did you? Did you hit the ball? Yes, like a couple of times. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, it, better, that's better than me. But if it was like if it, if like an older guy was pitching, or if uh, it was. Uh, like, not older, a coach mm-hmm. was pitching, or if they had the machine pitching, I was like, okay, I can swing it. They're not going to hit me. <laughs> yeah, because the pitching machine, like, always puts the ball, like, right right in right in the strike zone that you can hit it, right? Yeah. And it always puts it in the same spot. So, I was like, oh, I can swing, and I know it's going to be, like, right at this height. And then before the – in the days of the pitching machine, I can make it to first and second, and I don't have much memory past that. <laughs> <laughs> but – once we switched to real pitchers, oh, I was screwed. They'd put it in, like, different spots. And, like, this was first or second grade, so it wasn't like they were skillfully putting it right here where I couldn't hit it. They just, like, weren't putting it exactly where the pitching machine would put it. So it was a swing and a miss and a swing and a miss. I, I remember. I just mentioned they're, like, not even, like, getting anywhere near you and you're just swinging, so. <laughs> I remember the season that we changed from pitching machine to actual pitchers. 
I hit the ball three times that season and I made it to first base once and I went no further. <laughs> and I was like, I think baseball is not for me. Baseball, poopy stinky. Baseball, not the one for me. <sighs> like, I think among sports, like now that I'm now that I'm an adult, I think baseball is fun to watch because you don't No, like for real. Don't make that face at me because you can watch baseball and like you don't have to be like glued to it. Like you can do, you can talk with the person next to you. You can be reading something. Like you don't have to be glued to the game because baseball is kind of it's kind of a slow paced game to watch. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, no, I'm just I'm also just someone uh, who any sport I kind of find boring to watch. Yeah, like I don't go out of my out of my way to watch sports, but like if I'm if I'm like in a crowd of people or at someone's house and they're watching baseball, I'll be like, oh. Well, at least we're not watching something boringer. Fantasy leagues. Are they cringe or are they cool? I don't know because <laughs> I've never done a fantasy league in my life. Uh, my dad But is... I've heard that just going off the bot is pretty good. Having the bot pick for you. I'm just like, fantasy leagues seem like, okay, it's just, I mean, it makes you just like give another reason to watch football and maybe make money off of it. Yeah. Um, but like, otherwise, like fantasy leagues are kind of like... I just don't really see the enjoyment out of them. You're like, I guess you could be like, it. Is it would you say fantasy leagues are gambling? Oh yeah, I guess I could see just being like a gambling kind of yeah, thing. I think, I think like the company DraftKings that was like doing a bunch of online fantasy stuff a couple of years back. Like they were, I could be wrong about this, but I think that they were like centered in the state of New York, and then the state of New York went out and declared like. Fantasy drafting is gambling now. And then they had to up and move their headquarters because they couldn't be in New York anymore. It's like, I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... like Isn't like sports betting like legal now? Like I've seen like ads for apps about it. Yeah, like I'd say... I think like sports betting is definitely gambling. I, I don't think there's much argument that it's not. But like it's legal. Because, like, you're making informed decisions about it, mm-hmm. and it's not 100% luck-based, like going to the casino and spinning a slot machine is. Yeah, because I feel like, can you just, like, if you want an easy way to double your money, just get, like, a team that's, like, number one in the season, and then bet all your money against a team that is, like, zero in the season? Yeah, but... Uh, There's always, like, the chance of, You know like, how fantasy draft... Have you ever done a fantasy draft? Yeah, no, yeah, I've, I've, I've done like you don't once. pick up a whole team. No, but I'm not talking about fantasy draft. I'm talking about sports betting now. Oh, can you just like if you really want to like if it, if it's like the number one team in the of the season and the last place team of the season if they face each other and just like just go on sports betting and just put all like all the money you own on the yeah, but you got to find someone to bid against. You have to find someone to bid against. I don't know. I don't really know how sports betting yeah, works. You don't just bet against the like, void. I know there's like an app. There's, like, apps you can use now, for, like, football, at least. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was, like, one of those things... Because what, what, I've, what I've determined through just, like, observation of different things for, like, betting like that, it's usually people bet for either side, and then based off how many people bet for each side and how much money is bet, it's, like, there's, like, odds. For, like, people can get, like, seven... Like, if a team's really bad and a team's really good, you just get, like, a one, which is, like, double your money, and if you... And then there's a seven, which will be seven times your money. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think you know more about this than I do. Okay. Yeah. I've just, like, seen stuff. I'm not sure if exactly that's how, but I think that's kind of, like, how that kind of system works. Yep. So, so the next next stop on the train, 
for Nate's sports adventure. Oh, okay, yep. Baseball did not work out. Basketball? Oh, I have a basketball story. Basketball is a fun story. That Again, like I mean, kindergarten, first grade, second grade. I was not tall at the time. Oh, you weren't? Okay. I'm tall now. Like kindergarten, first grade, second grade, I was in basketball and like doing my, like I knew how to dribble and I knew how to shoot and do the layups because we do layup practice. But when it came to game time, I could not. I remember, I think I went to fourth grade in basketball or third grade, whatever it was. Like in my four year basketball career, uh-huh. I scored two times and half of those were on the wrong basket. Because, like, I got the ball, and I was so excited that I had the ball, and then everybody just cleared away from me, and I was like, this is my moment. I didn't realize everybody was clearing away to go to the other side of the court, Mm -hmm. because I was supposed to be scoring on the other basket, but I was like, this is my moment, and I shot, and it went in, and people went, ooh, and little second or third grade me was like, what? I got it in. And my teammate was like, that was the wrong basket. I was like. Yeah, my basketball story is I tried up and never went on to a team. No, I just go, no, I'll tell you why. Um, it wasn't because like, I was bad or anything. It's because I, I, after basketball tryouts, I'll tell you what, but like, I went to my mom, like, I went to my parents, like, like almost crying, be like, I really don't want to do basketball. Uh, it, the reason was is because me being socially anxious as a kid, Going yep. to like basketball tryouts, so I'm just like I've never done basketball before. Some of these people have, some people haven't. I'm just like doing whatever they're telling me to do. I'm waiting in line with this one guy, and it's like this guy's just like chatting me up, and I think he just like hits me in in the in the balls at one point. What? Yeah, it's like whacked you. I think so. Yeah. I was like, oh. that would make me not want to do a sport if someone someone whacked my pee pee. Yeah. Like, oh. Maybe the sport isn't the one for me. I think that's what happened. And then I obviously didn't do the best because I've never been, like, a basketball player. I've just, like, I did not have that good of hand coordination. I've always been a soccer kid. Because I, I think before this, I was playing soccer for a while. Then I mixed in baseball one year. Um, didn't take up baseball again. And I make, I tried doing, I think when I was really young, mm-hmm. my parents tried to do hockey. I just couldn't skate. Yeah. Um, and then basketball was the last time I tried, like, a different sport other than soccer for a while. And I just, like, was, like, I didn't tell him why. I was, like, I just really don't want to do basketball. <laughs> this mean guy punched me right in my balls. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. No. Oh, what's one of the craziest stories? It's, like, I don't actually think it's, like, that crazy. But my, um, what, in my opinion, is, like, a thing. It's, like, a core memory for me from middle school. What? So there's, like, the middle school dance stuff, right? Apparently. Yeah, so there's just like a, it's like a bomb thing, whatever. It's just like the parents just send their kids to do something. Because mm-hmm. it's not like the kids are like, ooh, girls. No, that's definitely not yet. That's if, not. If that's you in middle school, stop. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> that was, girls are not on the mind. So I'm just going around and be like, yeah, this is kind of boring. I kind of want to leave. And my parents are just like here talking to other parents, really. Uh-huh. Um, but like, no one's in like, it's only kids like in the actual like, gymnasium that has like the speakers going. And there's one time where I'm, like, finally talking to these people, and, like, I don't know what exactly happened, but one of them grabs my neck and pushes me against a wall. But at the middle school dance, you no, got sorry, mugged? El- elementary. At the elementary school dance, you got mugged? You did get mugged. You just pushed me against the wall with my neck. That's not getting mugged. Mugged is when, like, they take stuff from you. Yeah. But, yeah, I get pushed against the wall with his hand over my neck. Me the entire time, adrenaline pump, and I'm just like, I want to fight my parents and be mad. And so... 
Uh, cause otherwise I was like try to probably fight him. Cause I was a I was a violent elementary kid. Little little elementary school Max was like, we are going to turn the other cheek. I'm not going to slay him. <laughs> yeah, cause I was like my parents would get mad at me. Cause they've gotten mad at me in the past for like hitting people or whatever. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So I get home and I come uh at like uh, after we get home I'm like oh yeah this person did this and they're like, bro fight back and we will be on your side next time. I was like. Please, happen again, happen again. Somebody pin me against the wall because I want to fight. Yeah, and I was like, I was like one of my core members, I was like, I missed my opportunity. <laughs> that was my chance to enter the criminal elementary under, uh, what's it called, underworld. Yeah, I was just like, I was so ready. Because I know I didn't like that kid in the first place. Because like, I think it was like, I rode the bus with them and like my first year I was like, had to sit next to him and his older brother was in middle school and him and his older brother would just like bully me. But like, it was like, I was young. I didn't really understand what bullying was either at the time. Yeah. It was really just, like, exclusion, probably. Give me, like, elementary core memories that are, like, funny to think about now. <laughs> um, I remember in elementary school. So, what, what did your elementary school call, like, the punishment room? The principal's office? There was like, nothing. The, what? I guess, I guess the principal asked for you. That's, like, it. Oh. At our elementary school, it was called ASR, which stood for something. Like, it has an R at the end, so it's room. Something, American something. American Sign room. Language Room. No. But, but what the kids called it, we called it America's Stupidest Room. Because you, cause you go there and you just, like, sit quietly and they're like, I hope you, I hope you learned your lesson. A timeout room. Yeah. Basically that. Okay. And I remember I... In elementary school, got sent to ASR so many times. It was literally my goal. Like, at the start of fifth grade year, I was like, this year, I am not going to go to ASR one time. That's the mission for the year. I accomplished it. I didn't remember one story you told me about you going to the ASR room, but I'll let you continue. Oh, there's so many. What were you going to say? You but I, I was thinking of the kindergarten one, where there was there was this other gal... Who was sitting across from me and like we were doing a project or whatever and our teacher was like all right class everybody get your get your toolbox and pull out a highlighter and we were cutting something with our scissors and i like couldn't find my highlighter at first and this other girl was like haha you don't have a highlighter <laughs> lunches across the table at it. No. and then snotty bratty me finds my highlighter i'm like yeah i do here it is, and I stick her in her face, or I stick it up in her face. I'm like, I have my highlighter. She's like, you don't have to be such a show off. And like, lunges towards me with her scissors. What? And cuts like a hole in my pants. Like that was it. That's all that happened. But like my my little kindergarten life flashed before my eyes. I was like, she's coming to this. And then she's like, cut a hole in my pants. And I was like, oh. You know, like life flashed before his eyes in a second. Yours is like. Point one of a second. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what did I have for breakfast this morning? <laughs> and that's like all I could remember. Yeah, no. Yeah, so then obviously like she got sent to ASR and then our elementary school was weird, so I got sent to ASR to It's always been the weirdest things. Cause it's it's like the meme where the bully the bully's like beating you up and then you fight back against the bully and then immediately the teacher sees you and is like, Oh no you don't. It's like Bro, she she attacked me with scissors, and then I went to ASR for it. What? Remember the my favorite story? You telling me about how you went to ASR is when you guys just like watched a movie in class. 
I remember that too now. You guys are just watching a movie. The movie finishes. Teacher goes, how's the movie? Nate goes, it sucked. And she's like, <laughs> ASR right now. That's uh, pretty much what happened. We were watching a Ben Franklin documentary or something. I can see why it sucked. No, 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 no. It wasn't like, oh, Ben Franklin's lame. I hated that. It was like I would watch the History Channel at home whenever there weren't any good cartoons on. Yep, yep. And I'd already seen a Ben Franklin documentary. I was like, oh, I know all this stuff. So when we started watching it in class, like I knew everything that was already happening. I'm like, oh, he did his, he put the key at the end of a kite and like lightning happened and he discovered electricity. And like, but how did that really work? He struck by lightning. He's like, oh, I know electricity now. Like what? I don't know. Okay. Like, like, sir, what was it? Isaac Newton? Apple. Like an apple fell from a tree. He's like, oh, gravity exists now. Like, before Isaac Newton, did gravity that. not exist? I love those memes. Like, before <laughs> Isaac Newton, just people falling up. Those are my favorite memes. It's like, gravity's discovered in 16-whatever-whatever. Whatever. Before 16-whatever-whatever, whatever, it's like, there's no gravity. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if you're watching the documentary, you're just like, she's like, She's like, all right, class, what do you think? And I, like, in a bit of a sassy way, I went, boring. And she was like, all right, who said that? And I remember students around me just, like, pointed at me. I was like, uh-oh, thanks, guys. That you were my friends. That you were my friends. And then I got sent to ASR. And, like, the whole rest of the times that, like, I got sent to ASR in elementary school, it was, like, running on the playground. At recess. That's, like, one of the things I find crazy. I'm just, like, they're, like... It is crazy. I know it's because, like, oh, they can trip and get hurt. But I'm also just, like, their kids are going to just run. Like, and and if, you, if, they're, if they're going to get hurt, they're, they're, they're made of rubber. Yeah. I think there was, like, what had to have happened. Like, there was a bad lawsuit at one point, And they were, like, well, I guess the kids shall no longer run on the playground. Because that's what put us at risk for a lawsuit. Like, the... Uh, I don't remember which Die Ever Wimpy Kid book it is. But... You ever read that one? I don't know. Like, they have the playground, but it's totally devoid of any equipment to play on. Because every time somebody gets injured on one piece of equipment, somebody sues the school, and then the school just removes that piece of equipment until they just have, like, a field, a barren waste of wood chips to play on. (laughs) No, I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, so our school, instead of, like, removing pieces of equipment, they just said, well, there shall be no more running on the playground. They didn't remove equipment, they removed rights. They're like your rights, your rights to fun at recess have been revoked. So instead of running on the equipment at the playground, they're like, "Well, you can go run in the parking lot." Arguably, stupid and much worse. Cause... Like where, where, like you're gonna if you bump your head on the equipment, you're gonna have a big old bruise. You might get a concussion if you're like completely reckless. Yeah. But hear me out. You're gonna learn from that and never do that again, right? That's how kids work. That's, That's how. how- that's how learning works. You make a bad mistake and you're like, I guess I won't do that again. Mm-hmm. Running out, If you're running out on the asphalt of the playground, like you trip and scrape your knee, the asphalt will tear your knee apart. They're uh, like, but that's where it's safer for you to run. I, I remember so many times as a kid, like I had so many scrapes and like cuts on my legs from just like tripping all the time. Um, but yeah, no, I remember like, I don't know how my school, like my, my class got away with it, but there's like a, we had like a, like a, so there's like a playground and you could go on like next to the playground there's back there's a huge soccer field or whatever it was just like one where just there's just two nets without even like um what's it called without even the net on the net it was just like the frame 
sad. That's um, cruel. And it's just like a partially grassy, partially rocky just area to play soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could like, we could also in the winter, we could bank around to the right of the school a little bit, a little bit out of the eyesight of uh, like the the watchers. The watchers. Ah. <laughs> um, I remember we called them recess guards, not recess ladies at our school. And my mom was like, why don't you call them the recess ladies? And I was like, they're ladies, but they just like, Watch us and yell at us. I'm going to call them the guards. Yeah. No, but we go over there. I don't know how this like thing never got caught, but we just go over there, and it's a game called Chum. I think I've told you this before. <laughs> and the goal of the game is to be the last man standing. You Everyone just kicking each other's legs. If you fall over, you're out. <laughs> oh, my God. That's terrible. <laughs> but we only play in the winter. So you have to be in heavy snow boots and like snow pants while playing. So then you have armor, but then they have heavy equipment to <laughs> yes. destroy your shins with. Yes. Dude, you must have like the strongest shins ever. That's why you were a soccer master. Mm. I was not a <laughs> soccer master, but yeah. No, yeah. My, my play soccer is don't be smart. Oh, what's <laughs> that? Yeah. Don't be smart. Um, all you need to do is just keep, uh, what's it called? You should be faster than the other player. <laughs> just outrun them while you're juggling the ball. Yeah. Yeah. But that seems like our time is going to be up for this episode, kind of. Wow. You're just cutting off the conversation like that? Oh, yeah, I've, gri- the- I've griped about middle... Or not. I've griped about elementary school playgrounds enough for today. Yeah. Might bring up a future episode. Might not. <sighs> Maybe. And we've and we've got a new idea for a future episode. The, the COVID senior year episode. Yeah. Well. All right. Thank you for listening. And hope you watch the next one. That's all we got. <laughs>